Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Thursday, December 21st. In today's news, President Trump threatens to cut off aid to countries who vote against him at the United Nations. Republicans are losing their resolve to protect Bob Mueller. And control of the Virginia State House could now be decided by a coin toss. But first, the big idea. Why Democrats are so confident that the tax bill will be an albatross for Republicans in the midterm elections. Yesterday's big idea was about GOP plans to sell the bill now that it's cleared Congress. I argued that the polling numbers are likely to improve because right now half the country thinks that their taxes are actually going to go up next year. But in fact, nonpartisan experts say most Americans will see a cut. In two and a half years of writing The Daily 202, I've never gotten so much pushback. I heard from the top operatives at all the relevant Democratic committees and outside groups, as well as some of the most prominent progressive pollsters in town and campaign managers on key 2018 races. In two dozen conversations, these Democrats argued passionately that the tax bill is not going to become a winner for the other side, even if some people see benefits. And they shared internal polls and findings from focus groups to back up their arguments. Among their points, first, most folks who pay lower taxes will not save enough to care. I noted yesterday that according to a nonpartisan tax policy center analysis, eight in 10 Americans will pay lower taxes next year. But Democratic pollster Jeff Guerin noted that 80% of taxpayers will see an increase of less than 2% in their after-tax income. He said that there is no history of voters being grateful for tax cuts that small, pointing to several past examples. Barack Obama found this out the hard way in 2009 when he slashed the payroll tax. A CBS News New York Times poll from 2010 found that just 12 percent of voters realized Obama had cut their taxes. Twice as many thought incorrectly that Obama had raised them. Democrats also think that even middle class voters who see modest cuts will be upset that the richest 1 percent and the largest corporations get vastly bigger benefits. And most people won't actually notice that they saved money until they go to file their returns in 2019 anyway, which is not until after the midterm elections. Secondly, the people I talked to also pointed out that Trump is an ineffective messenger with historically low approval ratings. Congressional leaders aren't good pitchmen either. Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan are viewed unfavorably, not just by most Americans, but even most Republicans. Finally, in Ultimately, this may become the most important point. This bill repeals the individual mandate, which experts predict will cause big premium increases next year and could sow chaos in the health insurance marketplaces. We, I hate to say this, but we essentially repealed Obamacare because we got rid of the individual mandate, which was terrible. Democrats are already using this bill in that clip in places like Nevada to accuse Republican lawmakers of being responsible for the health care mess. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, Trump threatened to cut off billions of dollars in American aid to countries who vote for a U.N. resolution condemning his decision to recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital. In a cabinet meeting, Trump said, quote, let them vote against it. We'll save a lot. His statement came one day after U.N. Secretary Nikki Haley said, quote, the U.S. will be taking names of countries that support this resolution. But it's unlikely Trump could follow through on this threat. The U.S. gives billions in foreign aid to strategic allies like Egypt, for example, and it has for decades. 
The suggestion that the U.S. would link foreign aid to the U.N. vote was swiftly condemned by Turkey, another country that takes our money. The Turkish foreign minister called Trump's bluff. He said, quote, no honorable, dignified country would bow down to this pressure. Number two, Republican senators are showing little urgency to pass a measure protecting special counsel Robert Mueller and his ongoing Russia investigation, despite moving swiftly this summer to draft legislation that would have prevented Trump from forcing him out. Two different bipartisan proposals have been mired for months in negotiations. That's despite continuing signs from the president that he's unhappy with Mueller's investigation, which is what prompted calls for this legislation in the first place. The delay has some Democrats convinced that Republicans are holding off to give Trump room to fire Mueller if the probe gets too close to the Oval Office for comfort. Senate Intelligence Committee Vice Chairman Mark Warner, a Democrat from Virginia, warned Trump against firing Mueller in a speech on the Senate floor last night. Number three. Yesterday, I ended this briefing with word that a Virginia House of Delegates election was decided by just one vote. Well, the courts decided yesterday that one questionable ballot should actually count in favor of the Republican candidate, making the result a tie. That decision leaves Republicans with a one-seat majority in the Virginia House until this can be resolved. How will they deal with this conundrum? By Virginia law, if a House race is tied, the winner is, quote, determined by lot, essentially by chance. The chairman of the State Board of Elections said the winner will most likely be picked by choosing a name from a glass bowl, or maybe from his bowler hat. And that's The Daily 202 for Thursday, December 21st. Thanks so much for listening. I'm James Holman, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.